Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in, fight fans that more than likely have a sizable amount of debt right now. But as you already know, we are the Couch Cornermen, and we are coming to you with our all-new post-fight show where we're going to recap the latest card, give you our real commentary based on the action that happened through all the fights last night. So as always, viewer discretion is advised. Let's get the fuck into this one. What a fucking night, man. Um, good, good night for fights. Uh, some good outcomes for some people, some shitty outcomes for others. Um, but all in all, I, I really enjoyed the fights. Um, I somehow managed to watch them, um, even though I was at work, yeah. which is even better. Top to bottom, I was actually pretty impressed. Yeah, the whole card was entertaining. I just, like it got a little dry um, before the main event, if I'm being honest. But all in all, like it was, it was pretty exciting. Like for when I say dry, nowhere near. What is it like boring? But like compared I don't know. To- compared to like cards we've had recently, where they, every fight's been fucking exciting. Every fight was good. I, I enjoyed it. It was a good card. Maybe I don't know. Compared to other fights on the card. That, that's the, I think that's the only reason why uh, yeah. some fights looked un, not, not as electric. is because we had some big things happen. Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't even know why I'm complaining, to be honest. I thought I liked the card. It was a good card. Um, but uh, let's get right into it. We got uh, quite a quite a bit of fights here to talk about. I think there was 13 fights um in total so we're gonna kind of run through them all give you our takes on them you know the deal um so we're gonna start right off the bat um on the early prelims on ufc fight pass we had johnny munoz versus jamie simmons um and that one ended up being a submission uh round two from johnny munoz um so good job johnny munoz we're gonna we're gonna be looking out for you in the future. After that, we had, Melissa, yeah, we had Melissa Gatto versus Victoria Leonardo. Now, there we had a doctor's stoppage. Um, I guess end girl. End of the second. Girl got her ass beat. You know the deal. Um, so, good job, Melissa Gatto, putting <laughs> that work in. She's still undefeated, 7-0-2 now. Uh, so, we're going to be looking forward to seeing her fight in the future. Now, next yeah, fight... You, you like seeing that kind of momentum. Exactly. Next fight, we had the... Probably, in my opinion... This is my opinion. People might think other was better, but I think this knockout was fucking greasy. Uh, Miles Johns versus Anderson Dos Santos. This knockout was fucking crazy. Like, classic, classic OG boxing combo. Just ducks the Jeez. ducks the right hand right or left hook to the body then comes over top and clips him with a right to the chin knocked him out fucking cold walk off ko just a quick one two that's boxing 101 um and i was i was if anyone living listening they don't fan of the walk-off the walk-off is that's how you become something else if you you can successfully pull off a walk-off without looking like an asshole then then you're immediately a superstar. Um, but yeah, Miles Johns with the with the knockout win. He's now twelve and one. 
in his uh, professional career. He's gonna he his next fight. People are gonna be watching um, all over social media. That knockout is a great knockout. After that, this is the this is the knockout that might rival it. Other people might think this was a better knockout. It was a crazier knockout, cooler. Um, but Manel Cape fought Odie Osborne, um, knocks him out in the first round, 444 into the fight. Um, just a f- classic flying knee. Um, and Odie Osborne just dropped like a fucking bag of hammers. And there was no need for follow-up punches there. It, it's just the ref was like, I fu- that, this guy's fucked up. And Odie Osborne couldn't even stand up properly after. So he was he was all the way out. Um, he was he had no fucking clue where he was. He was awake, but he was not cognitive. He he had no idea what he was doing. And then we had a uh, Manel Cape make uh, possibly the boldest move of the night, but it was after the fight. And this <laughs> this guy early prelim asked for fifty k. You don't do that. He got it. Work, work your way up to the big... Work, don't say that. He got it. He actually got it. Don't... Did he... I Dana haven't gave, checked it. Did he... Dana gave up four performance bonuses. Uh, he gave it to Miles Johns, Manel Cape, and uh, Vince, Vicente Luke. And then in the post-fight press conference, they were saying to, like, Dana, one of the one of the um, reporters said, how come Cyril Gaon didn't get a post-fight bonus? Like, he fucking put the work on. And then Dana was like, actually, you know what? Fuck it. We're giving out four. You're right. Cyril Gaon, you get a post-fight. Um, you get a you get a bonus as well. So four fighters got 50K. And thanks right. to that reporter, Dana White said, yeah, why the fuck didn't we give Cyril Gaon 50K? He's getting it too. So... So yeah, he wow. got fifty k. He got fifty k. You heard it here that. first, folks. All you got to do is fucking ask. You just ask. You you knock somebody out, and then you say, "Can I have fifty k? I really need it." It's, and these these guys on the bottom the three cards. These guys on the lower cards, I like when they get post fight bonuses because they fucking need it. <laughs> like that that right. changes their lives. Like they can now. <laughs> They can now quit their job at McDonald's, their part-time job exactly. at McDonald's. And now they're training full-time. And now we're just going to see them get better just because of that. So it's a good moment. He he got the you got the you got the bonus. Um, but check uh, me the right the fuck up. Yep. Um, next fight. <clears throat> Rip. Jessica Pane defeats Carolina Kowalkowicz. Like I said, rest in peace. It's over. It has to be at this point. It really has to be over. And if it's Absolutely not, done. I'm pissed. Jessica Penne Bolognese tied you <laughs> up like some spaghetti. Absolutely, absolutely fucked you up. That was a the cleanest. It was arm bar. Yeah, it was an arm bar. Yeah. She was fighting for that. Carolina Kowalkowicz. She looked like quit. she had it. And yeah, you knew she wasn't going to not get it. She. I don't know why she... She chose to to go on the ground. She was looking good. She's looking all right until she, for she some reason, fatal error. Maybe fatal maybe error. And she was hanging on. She was hanging on. She was fighting the armbar pretty good. But Jessica Penne, um, Jessica Spaghetti, she's fucking. Exactly. I, I knew she. I knew she was kind of fighting it pretty good. But 
I saw who was on top of her. And there's levels. The there's levels, and we that. saw them. There, there's levels, and I knew you weren't going to fight that for 90 seconds. No, 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 no. Um, so, yeah, good job, Jessica Penne, I guess. Um, you're one of six women in a row <laughs> right? to be, to row. be Carolina Kowalkowicz. Shit, man. That's tough. That's tough. I cu- As a fighter, you want to keep going because you really want to get a win. But as a promoter who's trying to prove that this is the best, le- most legit promotion in the world, you have to cut that. It has to be exactly. cut. We're going to see exactly. Kowalkowicz fighting in bare knuckle in a couple exactly. couple months. She's going right back to Invicta. Not even. It has to be bare knuckle. 0 and 6, bare knuckle. That's, that's, where, that's where you go. We're going to see you in Titan FC. <laughs> yeah. Titan FC. Um, tough one. Again, I'll, I'll, I'll kind of get on with it. I, I, I don't want to shit talk, but 0 and 6 in a row is never a good thing. Um, next fight, our boy, Alonzo Manifield versus Ed Herman. Dude, Alonzo I thought can't throw a punch, Menifee. I don't care. I thought he looked good. I thought he looked good, even though he was throwing some weird ones. But oh yeah, man, no, don't be wrong. I'm I'm being an asshole, being a troll. If I got hit by one of those swinging club right hand back side fist things, it probably would have put me out. But, he was uh, <laughs> he was his punches were a lot better than later on in the card. He was he was looping, looping and. Throw inside things. It looks like he spent some time in the pen and he was shivving somebody. Yeah, <laughs> there was all I'm gonna say is there's somebody who looked a, whose punches looked a lot worse on the card later on. Yeah. So only one person. There's one person and, who who takes the cake for the worst, and we'll get into that. I don't. Know, we'll I don't com- want to we'll get into it when I don't have to. I'll completely forgive Menafield for those punches because those legs. He's actually throwing baseball bats at this guy's fucking leg. Like they were, they, he was literally spinning Ed Herman around with every fucking kick. Props to Ed Herman, man. That guy's tough as fuck. And he, exactly. I wouldn't call him a zombie because he was, his leg was compromised as fuck, and he was still doing pretty good for. Yeah. He was switching his stances. Yeah, you, you did not get the zombie moniker for for something like that. He. Leg kicks just fuck you up. Joe Rogan said they've changed the game, calf kicks, and they, they fucking have. We've seen so many fights just be heavily influenced by that calf kick, whether they end by the calf kick or just the overall effectiveness. It changes the course of a fight. Um, but, yeah, man, did you see his fucking calf, like, during the fight? Yes, it looked like I he did. got stung yeah. by 10 wasps in the same spot. It looked like he was, like he'd been working out a lot, and there was he was just slipping swole. Yeah, just one leg was way bigger than the other. Yeah, we're working, working on that your that fucking tibi tibialis interior that no one <laughs> people don't even know that muscle exists. No, but he's got a big one. <laughs> his one. muscle, he's jacked. His man's doing his seated inverted calf raises. He's doing working whatever he's that. whatever he's doing. I want to do it on both legs. Um, yeah. uh, probably yeah. in a less painful way, but yeah, <laughs> but <laughs> um, 
Yeah, man. I thought Alonzo Menafield looked good, but he his punches were kind of suspect, in my opinion. Yeah, he's but, throwing yeah, punches super suspect, but yeah, cardio looking good. He's lasting, leg kicks looking good. But clearly, we we saw that he was working much more the cardio than the boxing this game. Yes, and and hey, he had to do that, man. His his cardio's been ass. That guy exactly. gasses out, and he, I think it was more of, I don't. I feel like his cardio is the same because the way he fights in prior fights, like he just throws it all out there. He was just a lot more composed in this fight, which helped him yeah. get through the fight. Um, but when he and, was throwing, it looked, he looked like he was going to rip his shoulder. Oh, man, he was throwing with ill intentions. <laughs> like, like Guy was just missing and throwing everything into it. From like the side, like brutal. These yeah, coaches were pissed. This man was coming from like six o'clock, like seven o'clock. <laughs> the, the weirdest way. angles. He was coming from the. <laughs> His coaches were like, all right, I guess fuck us. <laughs> like, fuck what we taught <laughs> you. Fuck we're we're your, gonna go fuck ourselves. Fuck what your boxing coach when you were 13 taught you. <laughs> like, um, <laughs> Yeah, it's a, that that fight was entertaining for me. I liked that fight. Um, moving on, we got the little guys. We got the bantam weights. The not so little little guys. Uh, we had Vince Morales fighting Draco Rodriguez. This was a fun fight. I, this was yeah, a I fun fight. Um, both guys were just throwing it out there. Um, was it split? Yeah, it was. No, it was unanimous. Yeah, it's unanimous. Um, I thought the fight was a lot closer than what the judges, you know, had had said. But both guys looked really good. There, there was a loser in this fight, but Draco Rodriguez, his stock didn't go down that much, and he's just showed he's a tough guy. He's a tough guy who's willing to willing to throw down. And uh, yeah, so so good job for Vince Morales. He should. Uh, you should get a, a nice little fight next. Um, but, uh, yeah, this next fight, in my opinion, fight of the night. Um, this fight was fucking fun to watch. We had Rafael Fiziev versus Bobby Green. So now, much fun to watch. Now, I thought Fiziev was going to absolutely dominate the fight. Bobby Green did his thing, man. He, he did what he does. He gets into wars. Um, he's had wars with everyone. And I I thought he could have won the fight. Um, I, I wasn't surprised by the the outcome, but I, yeah, I wanted him to, do, uh, to stay a little bit more composed instead of uh, getting, like I said, you know, that smash your head and point to the ground and let's fight in the phone booth. I would have liked to see him stay a little bit more composed, move around and take him apart yeah. a little more, but. Yeah, because that third oh, round was that third round. In my opinion, I think he dominated that third round, especially yeah. the last couple minutes, bro. Fiziev was gassed, and Bobby Green was just snapping him with jabs, snapping him with straights, body shots. He was he was hitting those uh, those straights to the body pretty well too, and, and uh, they if, paid dividends. Stockton, Bobby Green would have won. Oh yeah, oh yeah, would have won, but he didn't, and we had probably. The most electric call-out post-fight interview, Period. in my Ever. opinion, of all time. In the history. Yeah, all time. Any sport. Great call-out. 
Fuck Conor McGregor apologizing to nobody. That was hype, but and it was more of just the name. It was more of the name he called out. It wasn't how anything about how fucking dare you. For one, how dare you? For two, do you you don't want to say this guy's name three times. If you say his name three times, it's like Beetlejuice, man. You cannot say his name three times. Because you have only said it once, but he's got two more in his lifetime. He cannot say the name two more times. Uh, he calls out exactly. our boy, my boy, your boy, everyone's fucking boy, Hasbula. Called him out. He said, Hasbula, you're taking everything I work for. The fucking biggest name me. in the sport. He's smallest tr- guy with the biggest name in the sport right now. Hasbula is absolutely transcending this sport. And he's not even a UFC fucking on the roster. He's not on no roster. He's a fucking his own man. He's he's the guy. You called him out. I We're blessed. Sorry, a uh, little, little technical the de- the de- de- technical difficulties. My uh, headset died mid mid what I was saying. Um, but yeah, man, you don't call out Hasbula. You really just something you don't do. Um, because that guy, he's the boogeyman. He has an army. He has an army, and I'm part of it. I'll fight you, Fiziev. You ever see, you ever see, you ever see Game of Thrones? Have Have you seen that show? Oh yeah. Okay, so you know, you know the scene where Tyrion is about to be sentenced to death, and then somebody comes up and fights in Tyrion's honor. Like that's what this is. Yeah. <laughs> Choose your champion. Choose your champion, and that's exactly what that's exactly what this is. Um, and if. If Hasbula fought, I'm sure it would turn out how the mountain ended up killing Tyrion's champion. But no. like that's how it would end, unfortunately, if Hasbula fought. But he's got an army, and a lot of people Tyrion are bigger than rushing his fucking skull. <laughs> and a lot of people are bigger than Raphael Fiziev, so he can choose anybody he wants. This guy, this guy's a contract killer, man. Hasbula. Choose a mountain, and the mountain would fight for Hasbula. I think every person would fight for Hasbula. I can't name one person who wouldn't. Cejudo. Yeah, so Cejudo, Cejudo's Fiziev's champion, because Fiziev's not. <laughs> um, but yeah, good call out. Sorry, shitty call out. It was entertaining though. I like it. Um. Like a good good way to put yourself on the map. Yeah, because everybody's just gonna be talking about oh that's the guy who called out Hasbula. Exactly. Um exactly. and that was learning. great. Now that was the prelim the main event for the prelims. So that was uh all those fights we were just talking about. You would uh caught them on TSN. Getting into the main card. Um we had see this. we had the the not so small small guys uh fighting again starting off the card we had song yeah dong versus casey kenny um good fight it's a good fight um i thought you know bobby green versus fizzy was more entertaining 
but these guys were cracking too. Um, Song Yadong ends up pulling the uh, the split victory over Casey Kenny. Believe that's about it. yeah. Um, I thought I thought Song Yadong pulled it out. I thought Song Yadong should have got the win, and he he did. Casey Kenny was pissed. He thought he you know he thought he did uh, did what he had to do. He thought he got the victory. I think he probably won the last round, but you got to win. All the rounds. You, you can't. You can't. You can't go out there in the third round after you've been losing and say, "Okay, if I win this round, I win." No, you gotta win. You gotta go for the win in every round. And Song Yudong looking good. Casey Kenny's a good fighter. Um, and for Song Yudong to get a win over him, Song Yudong is twenty three years old. I'm starting to. Uh, I gotta say, I'm gonna throw out there that I'm starting to kind of lose my faith in Casey Kenny right now, only because. That's two straight losses and two sore fucking straight losses. Don't don't yeah. lose like a biatch. That, that's, yeah. that's two in a row now. Like, I, every, everyone everyone has one where they feel like they got screwed by the judges. The judges aren't screwing you every fucking time when you walk into the octagon. They've been screwing a lot of fights, but <laughs> recently. But if the judge picks you to lose twice in a row, you just like it's not an upset. Like you lost, get over it. You lost. Get back to the though. gym. Get get to the gym tomorrow at this point, and work on what you leave like. This event right now and go for a good night. Shake your opponent's hand and fucking get on with it. You lost. Um, but uh, yeah, next fight we got Tisha Torres versus Angela Hill. Tisha Torres she's is she's looking good, man. She's looking good physically, looking good. She's looking real good. <laughs> she's looking good. <laughs> she's looking she's good like physically. She's looking good physically, physically, and physically. She's looking good. We like it. We like to see it. She's a good fighter. She's been on a tear recently. Um, Angela. She was. She was more of the. She to me. She was the more of the active. She was the getting the better of you know the exchanges. She was throwing the one and threes, throwing first and third. Yeah, uh, uh, just way faster yeah. than Angela Hill. Exactly, she was just she was active. She was just beating her to the punch and getting out. She looked better the whole time. Oh yeah, it wasn't even. I at no point in that fight did I think Angela Hill was winning. Um, no. And and t- for Tisha Torres to do that against someone like Angela Hill, that's uh, that's that's awesome. Because um, Angela Hill's a beast. Um, yeah, it definitely shows a a lot about Tisha. Yeah, so she's going to be getting a real big fight next. I can see her possibly headlining a fight night. Um, it's going to be good. I'm excited to see what happens with uh, with Tisha Torres. But uh, the next fight, this is where it gets electric. Vicente Luque with the submission victory over Michael Chiesa in the first this round. Is the, the upset of the night. Not even just because, not not the, the winner, but how he won. I would call this probably the biggest upset. If you put money on Vicente Luque submitting Michael Chiesa in round one, you're rich. You're rich now. Absolutely. Like, crazy honestly, outcome. As, as soon as I saw him slip out of Chiesa's, like, Darth and slip in his own, I was literally on my, I was jumping. My whoever lives downstairs underneath me fucking hates me right now. Yeah, they're pissed at you. 
They're I not was, a fan of you. I was fucking screaming. <laughs> Literally everyone. Fucking everyone that lives around me hates me right now. I was fucking screaming. I was jumping up and down. I don't even know why. Like, I didn't even bet on that. I did. It was just... <laughs> it was a good just one. To see, just to see that fucking feather in the cap. And he has to get fucking locked up. Yeah, it was good, man. I wish... And, and you know what, Vicente Luque, people are going to be looking at him, at him now as an all-around threat. And that exactly. win over Michael Chiesa doing what he did to him, he's now, like, you have to start talking about him in the title picture. He's now a top five guy. His next fight's going to be huge. Massive. Um, maybe Leon Edwards. Oh, I I'd like that. that. Winner of that, hands down, gets Usman. There's no beating around the bush. Oh, um, if Leon Edwards wins, he might have to fight someone else. Yeah, yeah. If if Leon Edwards wins, he's still somehow not in the title picture. And the whoever Leon Edwards whoever Leon Edwards beats is in the title picture. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's literally it's literally his curse. If you lose to Leon Edwards, we're looking at you over Leon Edwards. Um, Good fight, though. Kiesa. Diaz, title, title shot. Yeah, fuck. Um, good fight, good fight. That was a big one in that division, because uh, now Vicente Luque is now a top five in that division. Um, exactly. Massive, massive win. Massive feather in the cap. Massive win. Massive choke. My favorite choke. Welcome the Darce. Congrats. Big old Darce. Um, just looks cool. I like it. Just you don't want to be caught in one of those. Um, next fight, we got the man, the myth. In my opinion, a legend. Should be everyone's opinion. He's a legend. He's he's a legend. If, it, if this is not your opinion, I please can you stop listening to us? You're a casual, and I don't like cash. Super cash. Super cash. Um. Jose Aldo gets the win over Pedro Munoz. Classic Aldo. It was a technical masterpiece from Aldo. He just looked so crisp. He looked like you, you know, he had the, he was throwing the kicks, the jabs, just quick, the combos. I liked it. Pedro Munoz is a threat. Pedro Munoz is a great fighter in the, uh, in the bantamweight division and getting a win over Pedro huge and you know i was already like doing my mat i was doing the matchmaking for dana white and sean shelby at this point you know what fight makes a lot of sense and would be great they're both coming off coming off wins i'd love to see dominic cruz versus jose aldo let's do it i'd love to see that fight at this point here first folks that's big that's a big fight i like that so, yeah, I, I thought there is no better fight in the bantamweight division right now other than, you know, and the winner of Jose Aldo and Cruz, they're getting like, they're getting like a Sandhagen. No, like a Sandhagen. They're fighting at the top. They're fighting at the top. Sean O'Malley. That's what I said with the top. Oh, God. Oh, God. This fucking guy. Sean O'Malley. Sean O'Malley's going to hit the fadeaway on Dom Cruz. Oh my God, John O'Malley ain't hitting Dominic Cruz at all. Um, <laughs> but but yeah, let's like that's let's move on to the you know you've been waiting to talk, make fun of me about this one. 
Um, oh, I've man. I've been avoiding it like the plague. As you can That's recall on you. as you can recall on Friday, we had a little thing. We said we we're going to start a tally um, for for this. Let's get let's get a clip right now. I want you to flex into the camera, and I'm gonna fucking just pout into the camera, and this is gonna be our little counter. So one and zero, boom. There we go. You got me. I don't know. I don't know why I was just oh, fuck. I shouldn't have picked Derek Lewis. I had no business choosing Derek Lewis, but it was more of the heart. Every part of me wanted it. Every part of me wanted it. You're, yeah, you're, you're fucking your guys. Your guy is literally counting on one shot. Not just one. you guys. Himself. himself That's his thing. As a fighter. That's his thing. He's it works. It works, but it's not going to work against guys like Zero Gone. And... Exactly. It's not. And you heard it here first, folks. Since episode one, Zero Gone, the future. The future. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull the sus bus out now. early. You haven't said anything too crazy, but the sus bus is stopping right in your fucking driveway. It's coming oh, up. The, you know, the, the sus bus is he, he's slowing down right in front of my house right now. He's waiting okay. for you. He's at the bus stop right now, <laughs> right in front of your house. <laughs> he's waiting. It's too, it's he's waiting gone. for the Man, episode to end. I told you this guy doesn't get hit in the face. That 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 money maker is still still looking good. Looking perfect. Man weighed in two two hundred and fifty pounds with fucking abs. <laughs> fucking crazy. I don't know. He still looks like a middleweight, but he's massive. He he looks great. Fucking physique and fucking his game. Fucking Derek Lewis, you didn't even touch him. You can't you can't touch the Cyril Gon doesn't get hit. Cyril Gon doesn't get hit. Cyril Gon doesn't get taken down. Usually they make they make sculptures like sorry they make humans into sculptures for Cyril Gaon they made a sculpture into a human I believe you <laughs> <laughs> like that's what happened this guy is different this guy and you know what it's gonna be a fight of peak human um peak human athleticism when he fights Francis Ngannou cause you want, if you're fighting aliens, if you're, f- like, you want your best warriors and the two best warriors on the planet are Francis Ngannou and Cyril Gaon. Like, you want every human to look like that. Cyril Gaon, his hometown is Star Labs. <laughs> yeah. He is special, okay? <laughs> He's Star Labs. Francis Ngannou is Weapon X. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's... <laughs> It's fucking wild. Um, but yeah, crazy news coming. I Like, there's nothing to really talk about for this Man. fight other than... Zero gone, fucking... The fight gets announced. You hear Paul Wall coming on in Houston. Paul Wall still tripping on. But Man, Houston crowd goes wild. They think Derek Lewis is about to come out. Nope. Derek Lewis didn't even nope. come. <laughs> yeah, they, they thought he was... They, they started cheering. Because the Houston man, they thought fucking Derek Lewis was going to come out. No, Cyril Gaon was just, that was his troll to get the only cheers he was going to get there. Yeah, Cyril Gaon stole his soul. 
<laughs> this man stole your cheers and then he stole Derek Lewis's soul. Like there was there was nothing left of him. He, I I guess we could kind of get into the fight. Um if there's anything really to get into. One oh eight to seven were the strikes. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> That's the fight. Huge props to Derek Lewis for I guess lasting two rounds and like two and a half rounds. Uh, you know what the worst part about all of it is? Is Derek Lewis looked like Derek Lewis. He didn't look shitty. Exactly. He just like <laughs> that's what he looks like, and that's what he looks like against the best of the best. Um, exactly. When he fought, when he fought DC, the same thing. Like there's there's levels, unfortunately, and you can't use what Derek Lewis his hand was made from. Um, what's Captain America's shield made out of? Vibranium? No. Adamantium. Yeah, vibranium. Vibranium. Yeah, vi- something. It's made out of something. And that's what um, Derek Lewis's hands are made out of. And that's it. He's a brawler. He wants you to go in towards him, and he wants to catch you. But if you're fighting a smart... Listen, the top of the top for heavyweights, they're the smartest fighters that you could... Because you got to be so, so gifted um, technically to go against other heavyweights. And if you're going to be the best of the best in the heavyweight division, you got to be fucking smart. Um, unless, you're, unless you're Francis then, and you're just bigger and badder than everyone else. And if you work on your wrestling a little bit, you're going to... He's gifted, but he's different. He's different. It works for him. It works for him. But, um, you know, Cyril gone. Dare I say it, the guy is uh, impressive. Now, 10-0, 10-0. He's not even the future, man. He's the now. He's the right exactly. now. He's right. The future is right fucking now. Derek Lewis, fucking now. I got to say, say a little something about Derek Lewis. I, I feel like Derek Lewis is what... Kimbo Slice was expected to be alright. Yeah. RIP. Yeah. But everyone wanted that fucking, you know, his cardio. We know his cardio is kind of shit, but he's still pretty good. He can take a fucking shot. He keeps on walking forward, and he only needs fucking one, and he's going to fucking put you out. And it works. That's, every fight except this one. Almost, yeah. Almost every single fight. All, all we saw is, to make another reference, that episode of the fucking Simpsons. Where Homer's knocking guys out and he always <laughs> punches to the face and going through people, it works until you hit the next level. Yeah, it, it um, works until it doesn't. You, all you need is some real competition with some real cardio, some real technicality, and it's like it, you you look like you don't belong there at all. Yeah, like, and we you've never ever seen Derek Lewis winning a fight. You've seen him win fights. You've never seen him winning a fight. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, very much so. That's, you've why never, that's why he's the knockout king. Yeah, he's never won by decision, unless except for Francis. But hey, <laughs> we'll forget about that one. Um, I guess he's beaten Francis. Like, that's a cap. That's a feather in the cap. But um, yeah, that's really it. Big news, though. So we, we know what the next fight's going to be. Champion versus champion, I guess. Um, champion versus champion. It'll be it'll be Cyril gone versus Francis Ngannou. But wait, maybe in France. There is more in what? France. Could be what? France. Why? 
France just just legalized MMA in their in their country. So Francis Ngannou and Cyril Gane, you know the storyline. They're old training partners. Francis Ngannou used to fight out of France. That's Cyril Gane's coaches are Francis's old coaches. Um, holy fuck! What great coaches! <laughs> what great coaches in France. In France, they don't even have fucking fighters, and they're just the best now all of a sudden? <laughs> Where the fuck did that come from? <laughs> they just came on the map immediately. Listen, if you're bigger than everybody else and you want to train MMA, go to France. You're going to be a fucking... You're, you're going to be good. Go to France if you're bigger than everyone and you want to fight people. You will be world champion. You will be. Um... But fuck, man, am I ever excited for that fight? Yeah, that's gonna, that's gonna be super exciting, super electric. Um, this will be like it's either gonna be it's either gonna be super entertaining to watch, or we're gonna see what we just saw, or we're gonna just see Francis absolutely devastate him. No, we're not. We that's could. Not we will see that at probably in what in a a universe that's gonna happen. We just don't know if it's this one. Um, it's not this one. Francis has got to get a lot more fucking technical to fucking man. To, to strike with Don. Man, he f- fucked up Stipe. Like, killed him. And Stipe's the best heavyweight of all time. Yeah, not because he was fucking super nice and technical. Stipe you don't have to be. You know who's technical? Yarzinho Rosenstrike. Did you see what Francis did? He just ran. It's a barrage. Yeah. <laughs> and crumbled the guy. Listen, I, I got... Garzino Rosenstrike is technical. And, and Cyril Gaon and Rosenstrike had a technical battle that Cyril Gaon won in impressive fashion. It wasn't really close. At all. But <laughs> against guys like Francis, technic- being technical doesn't work. Because you're not going to knock him out. We've seen that. You can't knock the guy out. He's literally an, a predator. Um, he's literally a predator. You can't punch him in the... Like, you can punch him in the face, but you better fucking hit it right. Because if you're throwing a punch, so is he. And that's it. Exactly. He's just going to Omni-Man you. Yeah. He's, punch your punch. he's literally one punch, man. Francis Ngannou is. Um, he's, it's fucking crazy. I can't see, from what I saw against Cipe, I can't see anybody beating Francis Ngannou. I can't see it. Now. I can. Now. I can see beating Francis Ngannou. Derek Lewis. Cyril Gunn. <laughs> um. That's it. I like it. I like it. It's going to be a good fight. But I think Francis Ngannou is going to do what he do. Um, that's it. That's my take. You want to fuck Cyril Gone, So maybe let's do it like... <laughs> you know how I am with Connor, how I always let you take over and I let you talk about Connor fights and stuff? Let's do that uh, with Cyril Gone. I'll take the... I'll take it. Because I do like, I'm not biased against Francis. I just can't see anybody beating him. Because what, like, yeah, Cyril Gon's got the chokes. Yeah, he's got the ground game. 
Yeah, he's got the takedowns, but so does Stipe. Yeah, the clinch. Yeah. Doesn't have the chokes, but if you can't take him down, then you can't he got, fucking he got the do clinch. it. He's got, he's got the kickboxing range. Because, like, boxing range. I forget that. I forget who had this take last night, and I was listening to it. Because um, what Cyril Gon's doing is he uses his range very well, and he's very technical. Um. And he's just been bigger than everyone else. But he's not going to be bigger. He's not going to be faster. He's not going to be all that against Francis Ngannou. So I'm intrigued to see see kind of how that works. Like what he's gonna, okay. what his game plan is going to be. You know what I mean? Because he's still God's bigger and faster than everyone else. Except Francis Ngannou. So... That's my take. You, he so can't you, use his act. Bigger just beating taller? No, it's a, it's everything. Um, who's bit? Who's bigger than Cyril Gaon? Like Derek Lewis is fatter. Yeah, he's technically bigger. When I say not like he's bigger, like he's fat. Um, he's boy. a different fat. He's not. A, he's not fat. Fat. He's a different fat. He's fat, but it's all it's all muscle somehow. Uh, boy. <laughs> he's a thick boy, but bigger as in like just being more athletic, more obviously taller is, is a key contributor in Cyril Gon's game. Um, mm-hmm. he uses his, he uses his reach advantage. He uses his legs. He uses just the fact that he's faster than you. He just comes in at you. His jabs are like a piston. Um, but he's not like that against like Francis Ngannou is what Cyril Gaon is against everybody else, but bigger than Cyril Gaon. I think. What the fuck? I actually got to look it up. I want to see this. Let me see this real swift. Brief pause. I have to fact check myself here. Francis Ngannou. Height and weight. Not a big, uh, not a big kilos and meters guy, but but Francis is 1.93 meters. How tall is that? Do you know? Nope. Six something. <laughs> um, and 100 1.93 meters and 113 kilograms. Let's look up Cyril Gaon. So Cyril Gaon's taller by 0.3 meters. But Francis is way thicker. He's 111, 111, not way, but he's bigger. Um, so I think I think Francis is 6'4", whereas Gone is 6'5". Um, but Francis is just... Francis is the rock if he was darker. <laughs> um, fucking beefy. But yeah, dude, I'm just excited for it. I don't even want to have a take on this fight. I just want to watch it. It's going to yeah, be amazing. Be These are what the... Fight. I don't want to have is... a take for Gong's going to win. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> nah. It's, it's going to be good. Let's just move on from the fights. We're done talking about him. Cyril gone. Yeah. He's the new was... champ. Um, yeah, he's the interim champion, a.k.a. number one contender. 
And yeah. Being at the champion is active. Should be good. Do uh, we know when it's going to happen? No idea. It's not announced. Not official, but it's official. It's official without being official. That's the fight. Um, exactly. Again, congrats, Aldo. Congrats, uh, Luke. Congrats, Keisha Torres. Song Yadong. Uh, fucking. Congrats to the winners. Um, congrats, yeah, Hasbula. Congrats. Oh, yeah, Hasbula. Obviously, my man. Hasbula. Congrats to Hasbula. You're doing all you can for the sport. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but, yeah, I don't really know how to get into our next little segment here, but one thing that we were, like, chatting about before, before we even came on the podcast is, like, we were just talking about, like, Terry Fox. And one thing I just like, we want to give you guys, we want to give you guys our top five Canadian things. Like people, like just top five symbols that are like are the most Canadian. When now, comes to Canada, what, what comes to your mind? What are the first five things when you think of Canada? So we're going to hit you with that. I'm going to hit you with mine and then we're going to hit you with these. Now, I haven't really had time to think outside of my top three, but I'll think real quick. So, number one, and this should be everyone's number one. Like, there's no debate about the number one most Canadian thing, and that's Terry Fox. Terry Fox is Terry Fox is Canada. Um, Terry Fox. If you actually look closely, Terry, like the shape of Canada is actually Terry Fox's head. <laughs> Don't fact check that. It is. It actually is. It's like his hair. Um, that guy had locks, man. That guy had the best hair. Just the curliest, most perfect hair. This guy. You know when you go to uh, like museums and you look at uh, like the Roman like bus of like Zeus and shit, and their hair is all curly. You're like, man, people don't have hair like that. Yeah, they do. They did. <laughs> they Terry do. Fox. Terry <laughs> Fox. Now, the reason. Terry Fox never competed in the Olympics is because he wasn't allowed to. If you threw Terry Fox in a 1,500-meter race, who's second? That's that's the question. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> who's the first loser? Who's, who's, who's second? Now, Terry Fox, number one, we literally have a day where we just run because of this guy. The entire country. We just, just run around a school. And, and everyone just runs for the day. That's it. That's it. <laughs> what other person has that? No other person. Not in any country. You literally say, fuck school. We're just going to run for a day. And just because of that guy, Terry Fox, he's, he's the fucking man. Number one most Canadian thing is Terry Fox. Period. That's it. That's it. Now, like I said, with the marathon, it's number. It, it comes down to what number two is. Now, my number two for most Canadian thing ever has to be maple syrup. That's in my. I don't even think they have maple syrup in the states. They have butter syrup. Um, yikes! Yeah, yeah, we don't fuck with butter syrup here. Um, number two, maple syrup. My number three, I'm gonna have to give it to the beef. The beave, um, the classic beaver. Um, that's it. I don't know. I just think of beavers when I think of Canada. 
people outside of Canada might say fucking polar bears and shit, but I ain't never seen a fucking polar bear in my life. Um, so number four, we're gonna get right into it. I have to say the you know the good old moose. Um, you just we fuck with moose here. Where moose are big, strong, massive horns. Gotta be the moose number four. Can now literally step on your car. Yeah, and they're so they're they're nice. They're they don't yeah. fuck with anybody, but they'll kill unless you without trying to. Yeah. Unless it's mating season, then they will. <laughs> yeah, it, it, just so like the, the average, just if it's the, even just like the average male, like if it's mating season, yikes! Like you just run, you know what I mean? They'll literally fuck you. Um, number five. I can't really. This has to be on the list just because we our fucking money is named after it. You got to give it to the loon. We have money named after it. You know what I mean? Number five, gotta go to the loon. But that's it. That's that's the top five most Canadian thing. So for me, it went Terry Fox, maple syrup, beaver, moose, and the loon. So that's five for me. I'm curious to see what your five are because you told me yeah. that that your takes you a little think, different. You just think of animals. You just think of animals. And I do. Canada. You're right. You're right. I want. You're gonna say like something wild, like no number one is mess. Terry Fox. <laughs> no, uh, not so much here. You know, maybe maybe we somewhere else. But number two is the Putin. 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 I thought you were going to say, I thought you meant Vladimir Putin for a second. And I was like, what? (laughs) Putin. 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 You're right. I fucking, I kind of fumbled it there. Fries, gravy, cheese curd. I'm imagining the taste in my mouth right now. Like, I'm actually going to go get a poutine after this. Anyone that is Canadian is imagining their best poutine right now. I'm actually getting a poutine okay. enough once we wrap this up. Let's wrap it up after you say this. I'm thinking oh, we definitely poutine. are. Uh, <laughs> for our American people, it is, yeah, like I just explained, fries, gravy, and cheese curd. Cheese curd, not shredded. Curd. Cheese, cheese curd. curd. You need exclusively. For what kind of gravy are you fucking with, though? That's the main thing. Usually beef. Beef has to be beef. You can't put chicken gravy on a poutine. Exactly. That's so nasty. Gravy? Like, why would you do that? Blech. Nasty. Yeah. All right. Exactly. Poutine. Number th- number three. What's number three? Number three is our currency. Just all of it. The fact it's so colorful. Yeah. Colorful, colorful currency. Fucking rainbow. And is that the only currency that's fucking puns? Why is our currency puns? <laughs> yeah. Does loon mean a dollar? Does loon mean one? No. You know why we call it a loony? Because there's a picture on the front of a loon. <laughs> you know what's even worse? The toony. Why? Why? Because it's only because it's worth two dollars. <laughs> there, there's polar bears on the front. They get nothing. Why is our currency based on punch? And it's so colorful. Don't know why, but that's what makes me think of Canada. Bro, even uh, it, even two. just looking at a toony just makes me want want one. Right, I want one in Toonies and Loonies are the <laughs> Toonies and Loonies are the only things that I never want to spend. I'll have them, and it it's like it's like Canada, gold. Right? It's like we get gold. Those fucking sick quarters, fucking every year. Yeah, our quarters are fire. On a, Americans, they have like 
I don't even know who the fuck's on it, but they're just rusty, dusty, crusty. Yeah, you definitely don't get exclusive quarters. And ours works. Like, you can buy stuff with them. We fuck with them. Every year, there's a new fucking currency. So, number four. Number four. Uh, I don't know why. Bare Naked Ladies. The the group. The Bare Naked Ladies. Uh, I don't know why, but they came to my head. So, they're going to be my number four. If you're going to... This is... Okay, I'll let you go through fully before I interject. Because I got some... I got something to say about that one. No, oh, number five. Number number five. Number five. I'm getting, I'm getting a lot of jumblies in my head for number five. I don't know what I want to pick. But I think it might be Justin Bieber. Yeah, that I mean Justin Bieber should be ahead of the bare naked ladies or Drake. I I I think it's just because I'm fucking old. So for musicians, some in my mind, yeah. For some reason in my mind, fucking the, like the what's it that fucking Big Bang theme song and shit was playing in my head. Like, yeah, that's fire. Them. That's fire. Um, <laughs> and I just love them. If I had dollars <laughs> and shit, I remember singing that when I was like in, in grade school. I had a million loonies, it should be called. (laughs) (laughs) It should be called that. Um, Or also tied for number five is Canada's most aggressive creature, the Canadian goose. You just hit me. You just hit us with seven. Your top seven. Man, I don't know. They're all (laughs) fucking. I don't know. I don't know what I like as much as my top five. Fuck top fives. We need to normalize top sevens. (laughs) <laughs> let's, exactly. Let's let's do that now. Who chose five. Let's do that now. We're doing top sevens. Starting now, right now, we're doing top sevens for everything. Because in top fives, there's always those ones where you're at five and you have to fucking fight to see yeah. who's your top five. No, we need the, another two. We need another two top sevens. That's our thing. Oh. Top seven. Because ten's too much. You're here first. Ten's too yeah. much. Top seven is, is what it is. Um, fuck that take with the bare naked ladies. There are way, way more Canadian fucking bands out there. Um, the Tragically Hip? That is who I was also thinking of. You're fucking wild. If- I, I, had the, I had the hip on my tongue. It was on the hip of your tongue. Um, hip, on the, hip on my tongue, and I couldn't get it. They are way more Canadian than the bare naked ladies. Yeah, super, super. That was it. That was all I had to come at you with, because oh, you, it's, it's like, like there's gonna be a lot more with that thing. I know, I know, but there is. It's a lot behind the tragically hip. The tragically hip. The band I like, I like, of Canada. I like Even I like Billy Talent better than fucking the bare naked ladies of the hip and said bare naked ladies. That's what you. So okay, so your top five is changing, yeah. or is it? The, the ladies are out. The hip is in. Okay, and Justin Bieber, top five um, all time things Canadian. Justin Bieber. When I think when you maybe think Canada right now. Beebs is, Beebs is coming up for some reason. 
Beams comes to my mind. Oh my god. Bro. Listen, man. Anything is more Canadian than Justin Bieber. He doesn't even fucking live here. He was born here. Do you see how he looks now? He looks so Canadian. He looks like he was like living in Windsor. Like he developed a method. <laughs> he lives in LA. Cause you know why? Because he likes it better. And you're going to hit him with the top five things in Canada? Listen. This guy, could you could have said Wayne Gretzky over him. Well, Gretzky is pretty Canadian. Super Canadian. <laughs> Canada is pretty out there now, all right? We're not, That's we're not why just a small indie country people make fun of anymore. <laughs> small indie country? Canada is massive. Everybody wants to be Canadian. Uh, we're fucking Canadian. Canada's a land massive, massive. But we're not. Fucking 50% of our population lives like 10 kilometers from the border. <laughs> yeah, literally. Um, we're not known for sports other than hockey. That's the only sport Five. we'll. F- that's the only sport Rocket we'll. F- just won the chip two, three years ago. We'll, f- that's, we'll fuck you up in hockey. That's it. There's no... You know, like, you know, like, the U.S. team in basketball? Like, that's us with hockey. Like, we'll fuck you up. Like, hit me with the best American hockey player of all time, Mike Madano. No fucking shot you're going to say Mike Madano. Get the fuck out of here. We got, we got the Wayne train. We got fucking Sid the Kid. We got fucking Connor McJesus. We're fucking pumping out hockey talent. <laughs> We're fucking firing out hockey talent. And that's that's John Canada. Why didn't we say hockey? In the top Yo, five. Neither, neither of us said hockey at all. We fumbled it. The only thing that we're both very sure of is Terry Fox is number one. Exactly. Terry Fox. That is a true Canadian. Guy. You cannot hate that guy. At all. At all. I just thought of something. Kind of even if something came out. <laughs> something you don't want, Terry. Even if something came out, I stay still number one. <laughs> like you Americans right? with Cosby. Like, <laughs> like, I was there just to say, like Bill Cosby. Like a bunch of girls come out, like yeah, he, he invited us into the van, and uh, we woke up in fucking like Calgary. <laughs> we woke up in Thunder Bay. <laughs> <laughs> I actually would be like, uh, well, yeah, I don't give a fuck. That's that's a, that's a true. <laughs> There's no a- way you're gonna try and tarnish this man's reputation, and I would be so pissed at them for trying to get out of here. Place. Get out of here. Get the fuck out of here, Terry Fox. You don't. <laughs> Terry Fox is an untouchable. He can't I be canceled. So. He can't be canceled. And Terry Fox right now has a better standing than like the Canadian government. <laughs> <laughs> Terry Fox is more respectable than Justin Trudeau by a mile. By a mile. However, miles Terry Fox ran right now. However, miles Terry Fox ran. That's how far ahead of you him yes as far as he ran and he ran every fucking day until he died he ran a marathon a day right now right now dig him up and like tournaments like a marionette 
and make that run against Justin Trudeau and it would still win. <laughs> Easily. If like Terry Fox would be if Terry Fox was here with us today, he would like we'd have a dictatorship here. And we would all listen. We would have a dictatorship. He would be and Terry Fox there's nothing controversial about him. I'm gonna cry talking about Terry Fox. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking cry talking about this guy. Nothing controversial. He's just <laughs> ten out of ten perfect man. And Terry there you know what? Terry, there's gotta be something more than heaven. Something higher up than heaven. That's where Terry Fox right. is. Transcend Elysium. He lives on. His he lives on. And if Terry Fox ever is forgotten Terry about Hall. he's in Valhalla. He's in Valhalla. Yeah. He's in he's in every myth mythological he like he is Zeus. Exactly. He's up there with Same hair. Same hair. <laughs> <laughs> Same hair as Zeus. Same fucking... Bro, Terry Fox must have had no body fat on his body as well. Like, to run run a marathon every day. Yeah. His leg. (laughs) His one leg. He was literally the first cyborg. Name... We can't rebuild it. We have the technology. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Gary Fox, we love you, buddy. Um, fuck, we're gonna probably wrap it up. We we want to keep our episodes shorter, but we want to hit you with two a week. So we're gonna wrap this one up because we like we want you to listen to it and we want you to be like, okay, this is only an hour and fifteen minutes long. I can work with it because I know some of y'all. Lazy asses, lazy fans, look at our two-hour episodes and you go, holy fuck. Like, what am I listening to? The Joe Rogan experience? Like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, nobody wants to sit there and listen to me talk for two hours. Like, I don't even want to hear that. So, so yeah, we're going to wrap this one up. As always, guys, thanks so much for listening. Um... We're just, I'm just straight up plug our meme page here. Our memes are fucking fire. Our memes are better than anyone else's memes. Go check out our memes at Couch Cornerman on Instagram. That's where you want to go. If you want some funny fucking laughs, boom. Couch Cornerman meme page on Instagram. That's it. Follow us, steal our memes. We love it. And we're, like we would be doing this if we had zero listeners, zero fucking followers on Instagram. We're fucking pumping it out. Um, yeah, check us out. I'm Dave. I'm out. That's D. He's out too. He's out. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks a lot. Peace,